0: Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there, welcome to this episode of Wealth and Purpose Podcast. I'm your host, Patty Lennon, and this episode is brought to you by The Receiving School. So today I want to tell you a little bit about fear, how it works, and what a perfect Antidote for fear is. And the reason I'm talking about this specifically today is that for at the time that we are recording this podcast, there is a tremendous amount of fear around the coronavirus, COVID 19. And some of that fear comes from ignorance, some of it is crowd generated. There's a lot of reasons why the fear is happening, some of it's being perpetrated by the media. It's really not important, you know, why it's happening, but it's giving us a really great opportunity to see exactly how fear works and how unhelpful it truly is. And if we know that it doesn't work, or maybe it works, but it doesn't work the way we want it to, it doesn't get us the results we want, and we want something else, what is that antidote? And I'm going to get into that in a minute, but I want to talk to you a little bit about how fear is generated how your brain actually generates fear because i think it's really important to understand what's going on inside of you that can make fear feel so real now and when i say fear i can be talking about you know its siblings which are anxiety and stress and worry and all of those things maybe you don't feel like in deep fear but it's sort of hanging out in your brain as a concern or a worry all of those are fears siblings. So fear is a a production of the amygdala and the amygdala is a part of your brain. The amygdala is a very small part of your brain. It's also a very old part of your brain in terms of evolution. It evolved from the reptilian brain. And the role of the amygdala and ultimately fear is to keep you safe from physical harm, to keep you safe from destruction. So When the amygdala thinks that you are facing physical harm, that your human existence is being compromised, it sends out pulsations that we experience as fear in order to get us to take different actions. Now the amygdala, because it is such a primitive part of our brain, it doesn't actually function with higher thought. It doesn't actually work through what's logical. It doesn't think through problem solving. It works completely based on instinct and not an instinct that is um, connected to your higher self. It's a very primal instinct. And it's easily influenced by emotion. Um, Meaning if you keep hearing things that words from other people that are telling you to be afraid. The amygdala kind of drinks that in and just really digests it unless you work to sort of, um, I don't want to say protect, but you know, keep a block up to what's happening. So... What has happened to you over the years? And I'm not even just going to talk about COVID-19 right now because there is a legitimate virus going around. So there's an actual tangible thing, but let's go to something really basic where um, I talk about this all the time in receiving school. I talk about this often. So we have this equation, right? That it's Bad to to focus on receiving, right? And you may not even realize that that that's happening for you. But I can tell you that every human I've ever met blocks receiving on some level. It might be love, it might be support, it might be your intuitive gifts. That block is actually being generated by your amygdala. And so here's what happens. And then I'm going to show you how this applies to what's going on with the COVID nineteen stress. So you're when you were young, you were people that were raising you really wanted you to be socially acceptable. And the reason they wanted that for you is because their amygdalas were dictating what they were doing. They didn't even realize it. And that is the amygdala was operating from the belief that we live in tribal societies, which we actually don't anymore. But in the course of evolution, we're not that far away from being tribal. And in tribal societies, what happens is you need the tribe to accept you. You need to be a part of a tribe to stay alive. And every person in the tribe gets a job and everyone does their jobs and you all stay alive. And so it's critical to your survival that you be acceptable to the tribe. This is how groupthink can affect you so much. And so because your amygdala equates that being part of the tribe is essential to stay alive, and that being rejected, going against the tribe is is, is, equate, is equates to certain death. Essentially, it's constantly going for acceptance. We have this in our DNA. We've inherited this down through our DNA. We have all the adults around us as we're growing up reinforcing it, and then our amygdala has this basic desire to keep us alive. And so all this comes together to build us into these people that focus more on being accepted in the tribe. And that means accepting what the tribe thinks, being acceptable. And typically, as we were growing up, when we did things like share and give to another, take care of another, um, worry about someone else's feelings, we got a lot of emotional approval. That felt like acceptance. And so our amygdala can decided that's safe. When we do those things, that's safe. When we listen to other people, that's safe. When we're growing up and we took care of ourselves, we were likely deemed selfish. Maybe you went for the last cookie because you really wanted it, and then your hand got slapped, or you just got a dirty look, or you, you got someone saying you're selfish. Or maybe you never did those things, but you watched other people do them and heard adults say they're selfish. All those things created negative associations of rejection. Your amygdala and your amygdala was like, I need to avoid that at all costs. So it firmly decided anything that looked like you receiving was going to put you in a position of potentially getting rejected. Whereas anything that was associated with giving would get you accepted. And certainly, absorbing groupthink would keep you in the tribe. Now, as you got older, Certain things happen where you receive, let's say, a salary increase or you received a gift or some things that the group celebrated. Well, that created a positive emotion. And so your, your brain was able to sort of group out certain things that were socially acceptable to the tribe, certain receiving that was socially acceptable to the tribe was started to be equated with being acceptable. And so you were able to filter in some receiving and allow some receiving. And so you may be sitting here and we're listening to the beginning of the podcast and saying, well, Patty, I like receiving. I do allow myself to receive a lot. You probably do. Whatever types of receiving were socially approved of became something that was acceptable to your amygdala because it kept you in the tribe." And depending on where you were raised, making money might've been socially acceptable or unacceptable. Being loved, having attention, all those things can be socially acceptable or unacceptable depending on who you're raised by. And that essentially built your internal management system of how much you let in and what you let in. So What does that mean? Well, that means then that if we want to shift what we're receiving, both the good and the bad, what we're letting in in terms of crowd think, then we have to shift the part of our brain that's in charge. And ultimately, by shifting the part of brain that's in charge, we also allow ourselves to drop into that that higher wisdom of our higher selves. But why I talk about it in terms of the brain is I think it's just so important to understand that there's actual brain science that supports metaphysical concepts of meditation, of um, love being a good thing. Not that you maybe questioned it, but understanding it as a very powerful antidote to fear, because that really is the antidote to fear. Also understanding um, what needs to happen inside your brain to allow you access to your intuitive gifts. And your intuitive gifts are the voice of your higher self that's connected to the divine, that's connected to source, that's connected to you know the collective unconscious, whatever form of that bigger wisdom that we would all benefit from accessing. To access that, we have to be out of our amygdala and really into our higher thought the higher thought happens, the one that allows us to move forward to make decisions that are better for ourselves is our prefrontal cortex. You don't need to know anything more than that. But I can tell you, if you touch your fingers right above your eyebrows, just press them into your forehead anywhere, you're, you're powering up the prefrontal cortex. That's the part of your brain that can actually help you in these situations. Um, so for a very tangible technique, to actually get you out of your fear brain, if you literally just push your fingers into the front of your forehead, especially right in where you feel that um, dip above your eyebrows and and below your forehead, if you press in there just a little bit, you don't have to hurt yourself. You'll start activating that that, um, forward part of your brain. So that's a really simple technique. So if you're in a space, where people being crazy and they're activating your fear uh, thoughts and your fear impulses, just pushing at the front of your forehead that can really help. But the real antidote is to step into love, is to really to drop into true love. And I'm not talking about this like surface level love, like or even just this human love that you have for specific people or specific things. This is that deep essence of who you are that isn't controlled by fear. And in order to make that happen, you have a very simple technique that's uh, available to you at all times that starts this process. And what it is, is breath. And so right now with me, you can be driving, you can be doing pretty much anything. Well, if you're running on the treadmill, this is going to be a little bit harder, but I want you to really breathe in and breathe out, breathe in. And breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. And breathe out. Can you start to feel how your body physiology is starting to change? No matter how stressed you were a few minutes ago, you're probably starting to feel a lot better. And depending on what your stress levels were like, what your fear levels were like, more breathing is helpful. And that will start to power down the amygdala. That will start to put it to rest. And the amygdala also creates these pulsations of your energy around you. And so that starts to attract in more fearful things. So as you power that down, you'll have less of that showing up in your world. That then starts to strengthen your immune system because the less stress hormones that are flowing through your system, the stronger your immune system is going to be. So all of this works together, the metaphysics, the physiology, the brain science, it all works together. This is where meditation is so valuable. And it doesn't have to be some deep sitting in a lowest position, you know, trying to see the meaning of life. This is just sit there, disconnect from everything else by turning it off and just breathing. Just pay attention to your breath. Don't worry about the thoughts you have. Just breathe in and breathe out. And the longer you stay disconnected, from access to other people's thoughts and voices by technology by being part of a community physically it's not that you shouldn't be part of a community but if you're in that fear especially if it's crowdthink that's creating the fear distancing yourself from other humans for a little while not long you know half hour going someplace quiet, especially if you can get into nature and breathing will really power down that amygdala and start to connect you to the essence of your soul, which is love. That then will feed you the answers you want. So right now, some of the answers that my clients have been asking me for, because as my private clients, people who are my private clients can get uh, intuitive answers on business and life challenges as they need them. So some of the questions I'm getting is should I go ahead with you know a business strategy? Should I go ahead with this personal trip? Should we visit my son's college? You know all these questions and although I'm happy to give those answers intuitively the reality is we all have access to what's right for us. So whether you're wondering do I go on the trip? Do I sign up for Whatever. Um, You have those answers inside of you. And if they're fueled by love, they will be the right answers. But if they are fueled by fear, what they will ultimately be doing is focused on keeping you acceptable to other people, which means your decisions will be more focused on satisfying people outside yourself than actually satisfying yourself. And that's always going to take you down a dead end. So the antidote to fear is love. And the way to access it is first to disconnect from crowd thought for a short time, focus on your breathing, get quiet, connect to nature if you can, and eventually you will be connected to your intuitive gifts, your intuitive voice, which is the essence of love. I hope that this was helpful for you. Hey, if you are looking for a way to get some guidance from your spirit guides, I do have a meditation to connect you to your spirit guides. If you want some extra help around this, it's also a beautiful meditation to just get you calm and centered, and you can find that in my receiving guide. So if you go to pattylennon.com forward slash receiving guide, download that in step five, you'll get that meditation. Um, people find that it gives them very powerful results. And certainly if you're in your fear brain, it's going to power down that fear brain and connect you to your higher brain. Um, Hey, if you have any questions, let me know. You can reach me at patty at pattylin.com. I love to hear from listeners. I'm always happy to answer questions. Have a great day. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people and it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day.